What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of Off the Record, the country music podcast that delves into the stories behind the songs you know and love with the artists and songwriters who created them. I'm your host, Imogen Marshall, and as always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and or on Spotify, and to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. All the details are on our website at www.offtherecorduk.com. Before we bring on our guest, Nora Collins, to talk all about her latest EP, Strings, and the song Plain Jane, she's run through the headlines for the week. So, we had Cassidy Pope announced her new her next album will be called Stages, and that will come out later this year, which is really exciting. Obviously, Cassidy um, hasn't released much new music since um, her first EP, Piece by Piece, so first album piece by piece and she's obviously released two singles last year so it'll be really exciting to see what she does with her next album um we also had dan and shay who are on featured on tonight's shows um obviously they're coming over to the uk next week so make sure to check out that performance and obviously also to hear all their acoustic songs that they released recently so they had tequila and they had speechless that were released as an acoustic singles um and they are phenomenal um really showing Casing the power of Shane Rooney's vocals, so I think you guys will enjoy those. Um, Luke Combs is back in the studio recording all our favourite unreleased songs, so I know I am not alone in being a huge Luke Combs fan, and it's just really exciting to know that he's back in the studio releasing in, in the process of recording the next album. Old Dominion have had to postpone their concerts um, for Mar- Matthew Ramsey, who's obviously the frontman, to undergo surgery, so we all wish the best for him and to wish him a speedy recovery. Shallow also won a Golden Globe um, last weekend, so obviously Lady Gaga won the one for that. Um, I think anyone who's listened to that knows that what a phenomenal song it is, so hugely well deserved. George Strait and Willie Nelson performed together for the first time ever, which is kind of crazy that these two huge figureheads of country music performed together for the first time, but that's so it was. Um, King Calloway, who are a great, um, they've all had solo careers and they're coming together as a band, um, are going to release their first EP on the 25th of January. So make sure you stay tuned for that. I think it's going to be a phenomenal release. So I hope you guys are excited for that one. Um, Dirk Bentley released a, an amazing video, which I think everyone will find hilarious. It's him ice skating um, in promotion for his new t- Burning Man tour. Um, to Neil Towns and John Pardee, obviously uh, the sport acts, and they were featured on the video. And it's just, it's just a hoot. So you guys have to watch that. Um, Buckle and Boots, obviously the UK um, festival have made it all the way over to Australia. So you can follow along your life in a song and see um, all, all the activities that they've been getting on and obviously on the Buckle and Boots uh, social media handles. Charles Eston is on tour in the UK this week, so he's obviously been supported by the Adelaides, and that's really exciting. And um, penultimately, I guess that word, um, we've had loads of new releases this week. So we had the wonderful Olivia Lane released her single Hey 3am, which I don't know if anyone's heard um, else hears this, but I think so many hints of like a country dido in there, and it's honestly a phenomenal tune. Um, Ray Lynn released her new track Rowdy, and anyone who's been as fan of um, Raylan like I am uh, it's just her back to her best and it's, it's a great track for a Friday night and Lauren Jenkins who is bound for great things so she's a big machine um, she signed on to Big Machine and she released her next single Running Out of Road and it's 
phenomenally beautiful it's just haunting um and it's well worth a listen and finally we had the announcement of the new festival in the uk which is going to be called dixie fields and it is coming to chelmsford in essex in this june and here is what their operations director georgie had to say about the festival hi emma jenny georgie hi how are you doing i'm good thank you how are you very well thanks thanks for taking time to just chat with me that's no problem at all. Thank you for, thank you for asking. No. Um, I just want to talk, so um, how excited have you been to like, announce the festival? I can imagine it's been something that's been so in the works for so long and just sitting yeah. on it. I keep pinching myself, I have to say. Um, I can't quite believe it's happening. But, yeah, uh, yeah, there we go, it is. Um, yeah. And where did the sort of idea sort of come from? Um, yeah, sort of just ha- where did it come from? I guess? Um, so I... I love country music, always yeah. have, um, and I've taken quite a lot of um, grief about it over the years. Yeah. To be honest, from my friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have the same thing. Yes. Um, and I'm quite involved in events, that's sort of uh, my yeah. um, official job. Um, and we we farm in Essex um, along the, um, some of the land borders, High Highlands Park, which is where they have the big festivals and stuff. Um, so we've got these fields that are absolutely perfect concert venue. Um, yeah. They're grassland. They're in quite good condition. And it's so, just, you're like, why not? We need it here. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not something that you get the opportunity to do every day. And no. It was sort of an off-the-cuff conversation with my brother, like, uh, I don't know, 18 months ago or yeah. so. Um, almost tongue-in-cheek, oh, you know, I'd love to put on a a deep there yeah. and then we sort of threw it about a bit more and he said well why don't you actually go away and, and think about how it would work and if it would work and Amazing. so I did and we thought yeah well we'll give it a go you know you have to take on every opportunity you get don't you yeah, um, and, and say it's not I was it's gonna not something you get the chance to do every day no. so why not and you say a little gig and it's like you were at the first year and already Lauren Atlanta is coming on board when when did that happen? Because that is amazing. You know, she hasn't been over to the UK for ages. So I, I mean, she is someone that I'd wanted to see over here, regardless. So seeing her in a festival is just yeah. so exciting. Um, so she was suggested to me by um, by her booking agent, um, yeah. and I didn't actually know a lot about her. I have to say, yeah. um, I was chatting to the agent about a different act. Um, and it's very difficult because I don't know, obviously, I know the country theatre that I listen to yeah. and, you know, that are on the radio, on the TV and stuff over here, but I don't know that their equivalent value over in America. So yeah. it's quite interesting to speak to people like Lizzie from CAA who actually do know, yeah. do know their value. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the more we kind of um, discuss, discuss that, we thought, what a perfect, what a perfect headliner. Um, yeah. She's young, she's fun, she's really got that country um, background, which is, what, which is what we wanted. Yeah. You know, she was the uh, ACM female vocalist of the year last year, which has been won by the likes of Maren Morris. Yeah, the Kelsey huge Sammy, guys. You know, Miranda Lambert, it's just amazing. And then Taylor Swift had to be back in, I don't know, 2007, whenever it was. Yeah. So it's got some really fantastic games um, on that. And... 
So it's yeah, really, it's obviously a field to a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, I think also the other thing that I sort of noticed looking at festival stuff is was that this seemed to be the one which was, it was pure country, you know, like lots of people sort of do the range yeah. of like Americana roots as well. But this yeah. one is really going to, is. am I right in thinking it's going to stick to be like um, proper country? Yeah, that's kind of where we're, where we're heading. Yeah, you know? I love that. That's the aim of the festival. I mean, you do have some amazing Americana and artists, and Megan O'Neill, for example. Yeah. He might be ordering more on the Americana, but he's got a phenomenal voice. Um, Incredible. Yeah, a lovely girl, and she's got beautiful music, so you can't kind of overlook um, people like that. So. Did you, um, so obviously you've got Jackson 9 and Holloway Road and they're both sort of Essex yeah. boys. Was it important to have that sort of um, yeah. Essex Absolutely. roots? Yeah. Yeah, so Essex, I think, is a very untapped market in the country music scene. I'd agree with that. got some brilliant artists, an up-and-coming artists as well. Um, there's a lot of country stuff that kind of goes on under the radar here. So, for yeah. example, we've got a guy working with us who um, is going to do some country karaoke at the country karaoke at the festival. Oh, I'm excited. Really I'm so I'm excited. That's um, dangerous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he does uh, various karaoke sets around the county and he's always tried to get country songs in there and he actually he posted a um, video the other day of uh, a a lady doing karaoke in Colchester, Yates' bar in Colchester. Oh, that's where I'm from. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Um, So, and she was absolutely amazing. I can't think off the top of my head what she was singing. Um, And he says every day, every time he does it, more people are coming in and asking for a country song. And I think it's had such a bad press. Well, not a bad press, but when you say country music, people automatically assume you're going live dancing. Um, That's the thing. I'm like, let's just break that stereotype. Exactly. Um, And people like country music. I mean, some of my friends who have, you know, gossiped me for liking country music, I play them a song and they're like, oh yeah, that's really good. I'm like, yeah, well, that's country. And And they're like, like, what? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, we're trying to dispel that, that, um, Rumor. And obviously there is some wonderful bluegrass stuff out there, um, yeah. but that's not... It's not the uh, aim of the festival going in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, I, do, I do like cheesy music. I'm not super bad with music. I like songs I can sing along to. Me too. But I'm trying to sing along to. Um, so that, that's what we're going for. Yeah. And what was sort of... Um, obviously you've got the brunch going on on the Sunday and the Friday is yeah. the outdoor cinema. So is it really important to also have that like kind of community kind of it seems like it's gonna be yes. very like chilled nice atmosphere that's you know? what we're going for 100 percent. so we are i mean the black deer and long road absolutely amazing festival yeah. both of them um but we're not on that scale yeah. so <clears throat> we want to go for a more kind of boosty intimate atmosphere yeah um, we want people to come and enjoy and enjoy themselves. So the stuff that's on the Friday night, we want our campers to have a good to have a good time. Basically, yeah. so it's all sort of added value for them. Um, you're not going to be able to buy a separate ticket to come on the Friday night. The festival yeah. itself is on the Saturday. But the, one of the great things about country music is how friendly everybody is. Yeah, and relaxed atmosphere. And everyone and bonds over it. You're like, I love country yeah. music, you love country music. Exactly, exactly. So, for example, I went to Nashville Nights on New Year's Eve and I was, yeah. um, I went on my own and I was meeting my brother 
there. Yeah. And I was a bit worried because uh, this is a different brother and he's a bit younger and, yeah. you know, I didn't want to be the sad older sister hanging out with him um, <laughs> all night. So I was just, uh, I was walking up the street <laughs> from the car park and I saw these two ladies in front of me, both wearing cowboy boots. I was all right, but I know where they're going. Yeah, you're like... So I just tapped on my shoulder and I said, I'm, I'm really sorry, guys. Do you mind if I tag along with you? Yeah. Made a friend, made two friends there and then, you know, they're yeah. so friendly and we had a fantastic night. Um, Amazing. Uh, yeah. And there's so, that kind of, yeah, it seems like it will be sort of that kind of, yeah, yeah just really nice atmosphere. Yeah, really so. yeah, and we want to get people involved. So we've been, um, since we announced, we've been inundated with um, acts wanting to, to get involved. And unfortunately, we're not going to be able to obviously have everybody, but we want as many people as possible to get involved and really yeah. nurture those grassroots. Yeah, I was going to um, ask, are you going to be adding some... Um, Oh yeah, 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 we will. Yeah. Um, so we've got we've got some more in the pipeline um, at the moment. Uh, yeah, really exciting. I can imagine it is um, is a bit of a stressful one, like process choosing the yeah. artists and sort of choosing people who are up and comers and or yeah, like no, you're really sort of choosing that, right. That, yeah, exactly. Because I think it's we're trying to get people that haven't necessarily been everywhere yeah. um, and done everything because I think and, and mainly it's cost driven I'm aware um, yeah. that there's a lot of especially UK bands that have been around they've done all of the festivals yeah. and they've been great however people have seen them at festivals before yeah. so we're trying to kind of spread the net a little bit wider and we do want more US artists and hopefully that is something that we're going to be able to announce yeah. in the next couple of months um have to keep their eyes peeled yeah (laughs) as well as uk as uk based artists and as for the the ethics thing um obviously the people that the acts that have got a link to the local area are just perfect yeah for us um and we're we're proud of everyone that comes from ethics and what they do and the actor line for example They've been going as fans for, for quite some time. They've known each other for three years, and it's kind of been something that's been ticking along in the background. Yeah. Um, well, and they're amazing. And, uh, I checked them out, and they're, yeah, you know, they're really, really exciting. Good. Really good. Um, so that's, that's going to be fabulous. And for them, I mean, what a great opportunity, I hope. Um, exactly. For them to get out and, and sort of show what they have been doing, because I think they're completely underrated. Yeah, and that's actually really nice having, yeah, choosing it so that you kind of just rejig a bit and be like, right, we're not sort of clean slate, choose what we think is a great and have a balanced yeah. sort of setup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'm really excited for it. Um, can't wait to hear more about what's, what's to come. Um, yeah, thank you for so much taking the time to chat with me about it. Thank you very much. And yeah, I'll be yeah, running I'm it tomorrow, so hopefully people will get more info then. Okay. So thank you so much to Georgie for coming on to chat with me. And finally, what you've all been waiting for is the, our chat with the lovely Nora Collins. So I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. Perfect. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. How are you? Good, really well. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for reaching out. Um, so I always go back to the start when I talk to people about the music. So you grew up in Milwaukee, is that right? I'm probably saying that, butchering that completely in my English accent. No, you said it perfectly, yeah. No, I'm from a, a suburb of Milwaukee okay. um, called Brookfield, and uh, it's in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, 
and it was uh, an awesome place to grow up, and that's kind of where I started playing out. Yeah. I, uh, my first show was at a sandwich shop called Potbelly Sandwich Oh, my Works. gosh. One day yeah. they'll have a sign outside and be like, Nora Collins, like, premiered here. <laughs> so that was my first gig ever, and then I ended up playing there for six years. Oh, my gosh. Uh, until I made my move to Nashville. Wow. So did you, um, when you're growing up, is Wisconsin very country music? Is, is it or is it all genres of sort of music? Um, I would say it, you know it's all genre. Everyone, yeah. you know, there's appreciation for all genres there, but um, there is a a larger country music following than someone would expect. Yeah, we have a lot of the major um, country festivals in in Wisconsin, and uh, I was in a country cover band for a while. Yeah, back home. and uh, so yeah, there's a, a big love and appreciation for country music. I can imagine because obviously, I think you've said before that Patsy Cline's like been a big, big influence on yes. you. Um, do you find that you kind of relate to that sort of like older feel of country music, or is it all all music? If that makes sense. Um. Well, yes, Patsy Klein is a big influence yeah. for me, actually. I mean, how could um, she not be? Yeah, like. Exactly, right? <laughs> She's uh, one of the queens of country music. Exactly. But um, a guitar teacher, um, he introduced me to mm-hmm. her, yeah. and um, I just became obsessed, and she was all I listened to for, like, a year. So um, she heavily influenced me in my songwriting, yeah. and uh, I've always been a, a fan of, you know, like, classical musical theater kind of yeah. music. That's how I was trained vocally um, from Yeah, because I was going to say, you you almost went into doing Broadway. Is that, is that right? That was uh, – Broadway was my first dream. Okay, okay, your first dream. <laughs> I don't think I was anywhere close to uh, achieving <laughs> that one, but um, – yeah, I loved to sing and dance, yeah. and that was my, my very first dream. I found it in uh, my first dream book. Yeah, it was almost like it's one of those things that you're always going to do singing in some way, and you knew that was going to be a part of your journey. Just absolutely. It was just where you were going to go with it. But, yes, absolutely. Yeah. My, my whole family knew from a young age that I was going to do something uh, with singing. That's yeah. just... They could not get me to be quiet. I sang everywhere. They're like, <laughs> can I you went. speak? And you're like, no, 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 I prefer to sing. <laughs> I'll sing for my supper. I, I don't know if I did that, but my my mom um, says that I, I wrote my first song when I was uh, like maybe two or something. Oh my god! And she, she wrote it down in my baby book, you know, and it it didn't make much sense, but it had a, a melody <laughs> and one words, so it's a song. <laughs> it's just a progression of it, um, and obviously, so you moved to Nashville. I think is it was it two years? Has it been two years or longer than that now? Um, Actually, in April, it will be three years. Oh, my gosh. And what kind of made you sort of decide to make that move? Because I can imagine it's a big move. It's not just like a small hop to Nashville. No, it was a a big move for me, and especially Mm -hmm. because um, I I had never lived anywhere else in my life. Um, I I grew up in one house. I didn't um, go away to college. Yeah. Um, so it, it was a very big move for me. And prior to moving to Nashville, um, I played over 200 shows a year for five oh years in, in the Milwaukee area, yeah. just all stuff that I booked for myself. And so I was, I was um, you know, making a, a little bit of a, a name and a living for myself back home. And I needed, I wanted to be in Nashville more than anything yeah. uh, and, and continue to, to take this to the next level. But I needed the security of 
a publishing deal or something of that kind in order to make the move. So I started taking um, monthly road trips by myself from Wisconsin to Nashville in um, 2015. Uh, I would drive nine hours one way to get here. That's just distances um, that we can't even imagine in the UK. Like UK, the (laughs) longest distance is like five hours and like nine hours. (laughs) That it shows was, you love the music, that you want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. It was a tough drive, and uh, it was kind of scary the first time, you know, doing yeah. it by myself. But um, I would do that once a month for a year and stay for a, a week or two. I had a family friend yeah. um, who lived in, in Nashville that was kind enough to let me stay with them. And uh, I just started making connections and, yeah. and co-writes and uh, worked really hard and I was fortunate enough to meet my now publisher MV2 Entertainment on my first trip down wow. and just developed that relationship for a year and uh, a year later they gave me an offer and uh, it allowed me to make the move and so you know that's not a, a typical Nashville story most people move here and then um, wait tables or, or bartend um, but I feel like you and, did that beforehand like you, you say that you know, people yeah. say that it's like a how many year town, but it sounds like you did do those years just in Milwaukee in, like, for, or like yeah. in Wisconsin first and then you did the rest. So it's, yeah, you know, it's always so easy to see people and see the success now. And But actually there's so much work goes into just Absolutely. that journey. And like, I think of how many songs you must have written before you even moved to Nashville. Yeah. Um, crazy to think about how much do you think like that move impacted your songwriting because obviously I mean even between your two EPs there's such a big jump do you think that just just being in the town just really transformed your music absolutely um you know having a publishing deal I'm, I'm really fortunate to get to write with yeah you know some, some amazing writers um and they have helped me grow as as a songwriter and as an artist. Yeah. Um, and, and there, you can see that transformation from that first yeah. EP we put out, um, to this last one strings. Uh, and it's, it's really fun to, to watch that growth. And, you know, it's hard in the moment to, to notice that you're improving and growing, but then you, well, look you don't back notice and, until you look back and you're like, we, yeah, sounds and so it's, different. Uh, it, it's really amazing. But also, for me, so before I moved to Nashville, I put out four EPs of my own. Yeah. I, I did it all just by myself or w- with the help of my uncle. Yeah. And my guitar teacher produced some stuff for me. And so, I mean, you would be blown away by, mm. by that first <laughs> EP. And like, just watch, this is not the same person. Anymore. It's not the same person. <laughs> so what? I put out the first one when I was 14. But it, it's oh just my gosh. Um, on a personal level, you know, and, and – reflecting on my journey mm. it's really really cool to see that this 14 year old girl who, who wrote a song about red chuck taylor's <laughs> the shoe <laughs> is now uh, you know working with an amazing producer yeah. uh, here in town marshall altman and uh it, the journey is something that's really really fun to to it, watch and it's it's amazing it's really to have some you know some people some some friends and fans back home in Wisconsin who have my very first CD and also now have strength. They'll be like, so I've got the full collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, you know, talking about Marshall, I mean, your latest EP is just like blew me away. It was just incredible. <laughs> and I just want to, so first off, how did that partnership come about with him? Obviously he's produced such like a range of amazing artists. So I just wanted how that sort of came 
about? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Marshall's produced people like Amy Grant, Natasha Benningfield, um, Eric Pesley, Frankie Ballard, and a, a list of, of others. And um, I was really honored to get to work with him because yeah. those are some of my, you know, favorite artists. So um, just, you know, that was just so cool for me. Yeah. But that relationship happened because my publisher yeah. um, has known – my publisher is an amazing uh, pianist and yeah. he's played on like everybody's records. And so that's how he met Marshall. And, um, so he's had a, a friendship with Marshall for many, many years. Yeah. And we were looking for a producer for, uh, my strings EP. Yeah. And, um, Tony is my publisher. Tony yeah. just, uh, he sent some songs over to Marshall. And was like, just like, Hey, what do you think about this? And Marshall was just like, I want to be a part of this. And that's the most, it must be just the most amazing validation of you and your journey and your music. To have someone like him be like, I understand what you're doing. I want to be a part of this. Absolutely. It was uh, amazing validation. And as, you know, a creative person, you know, I think, and as, especially as an artist, um, we really need affirmation. Yeah. You know, we crave it just to know that we're on the right path and we're doing the right thing. And, uh, so it's, it's, this is a crazy world, uh, in a, in a crazy industry. And yeah. so, um, having someone like Marshall, um, have a, a vision and, and, and want to support what I do, uh, was incredible. Yeah. And obviously did you come, so did, had you come to him with the EP sort of fully formed, um, the vision yeah. of it? or was sort of organic process when you met him almost. Yeah. Um, we sent him two songs and, um, we went in and cut those immediately Yeah, and that's who knows who. And, um, another song, which, uh, we ended up going a different route with, yeah. but, um, so we knew we were going to do those two songs yeah. and then, uh, he, Marshall helped me pick the other four. Okay, so I, yeah. I, I sent him a link to a bunch of my songs that, I wanted to consider for the project yeah. and w- we went through them together and uh just picked what we felt were the strongest ones and that yeah. would make um a nice you know well-rounded project it was always so funny when you look at the f- the finished thing in terms of like I couldn't I mean obviously when you look at an EP you couldn't imagine any songs going elsewhere so it's interesting having yeah. that, that relationship with your producer that you know, to get something which is so coherent. Um, did you write all the songs on the EP yourself or was it a cl- that collaborative um, project, I guess? Yeah, um, I'm a co-writer on every song yeah. on the EP uh, with some of my favourite people in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm really proud of it and uh, I'm so happy that you like it. Thank you no, again for, for no, reaching out. And um, obviously I really want to talk to you about Plain Jane because I mean, yeah. obviously it's got so much focus and quite rightly um, because the, it's, the message I guess is just so important. Um, where, where was the inspiration to the, for that one? Where did it come from? Yeah, um, that was a song that um, I wrote it on a day when I wasn't feeling good enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, you know, sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and, yeah. and that was that day for me. I, um, you know, I think we all struggle with, um, insecurities yeah. and I was really struggling with it that day. And, uh, I, I remember what I wore to the right. And, uh, it's so funny uh, when you look back, like how those moments that are so pivotal in your life, you do remember everything about them. It's really weird, right. isn't it? Absolutely. And so I was, I was driving into my writing appointment that morning yeah. and, you know, just feeling down <laughs> about myself and 
I was just like, you know, I just feel so plain. Like yeah. I just feel like a plain Jane. And so um, I took the that idea yeah. into my amazing co-writers, Emily Landis and Jason Blaine. And uh, they helped me write what was on my heart. And yeah. um, it, it, that song is honestly just a, a pep talk to myself. But I can yeah. imagine it resonates with so many people. And yeah. it must be very powerful for you as well to be able to Absolutely. be like, oh my God, you know, people must just relate so much to it. Yeah, that's a song um, that I started playing out um, a year before we cut it, yeah. and um, it was it was the standout song that every time I played it, people would come up to me and um, you know tell me how they related to it or that yeah. they wanted their daughter to listen to it or um, you know they would just share their story with me, and um, it's a, that's you know as a songwriter that's what you want more yeah. than anything is for your lyrics to impact someone in a positive way and um you know I feel like Plain Jane is a song of hope yeah definitely it's, it's, it's not like a about, downtrodden you know? song it's not like yeah it's like the hope yeah that hope message exactly. is beautiful like, and, and in the moment you know everything when, you, when you're going through a hard time it always seems like the end of the world yeah. but there's always the light at the end of the tunnel and it's just about having faith and knowing that God is a plan yeah. and uh, it's, it's just such a special song to me and uh, I'm glad that it resonates with you and with, yeah. with other people and I hope that it lifts other people up too. And obviously Vince Gill did do the backing vocals for yeah. the track and again we're talking about endorsements and sort of that <laughs> validation that must be another moment where you went right I'm doing the right thing with my music and this Absolutely. is what I should be doing yeah that was um one of the biggest highlights of 2018 for yeah. me you know that um was honestly a dream come true I mean Vince Gill is you He's know one legend. of the like, iconic voices yeah. in country music so it was truly an honor and it was such a cool experience to be there uh in the studio with him while he was yeah. um you know doing the backing vocal and he took his time with it yeah. um he he want he told me that I could fire him if I wasn't happy with what he was doing <laughs> you're <laughs> like um, I think I'm okay but carry on doing what you're doing <laughs> exactly so um yeah that is something uh he made a, a, a special song to me even more special yeah. so uh, that's something that will always um stay with me it was so cool yeah and obviously did you not like have the, that feeling because obviously the song's done so well and it's been on Spotify New Boots and it was like yeah. hugely streamed. Did you know when you wrote it and when the vocals were on it and everything? Did you sort of have that feeling like this song's going to be big? This song's going to be like one of those. Um, I knew when we wrote it that it was a special yeah. song, mostly because it meant so much to me. Yeah, and um. So I, for, for a long time, I didn't know if it was just me, you know, yeah. because... You're like, someone else, anyone? Yeah, anybody else. <laughs> but, um, you know, my co-writers also thought it was very special. But um, what's interesting about that song is we tried um, so many times before we landed on the, the version that you that you hear yeah. today with Vince on it. Um, I mean, we tried, like, four or five different versions of that song. Yeah. We not get the feel right and so um well, it's like, we do really we go acoustic do we go this vibe like there's so many different things you can do with a song at the end of the day that yeah. when you hear the finished one you're like thing. yeah <laughs> and um talking about because oh, obviously I loved the, the I think the first way I came across your music was actually the who knows who video just because yeah. I just loved the vibe of it like there's almost like 90s sort of I don't know what 
but the outfits and the hair and everything yeah. it was just so much fun I can imagine that was a really fun song to to like lead out with so why did you kind of choose that one in particular um we chose that song to start with because um it's just a really fun sassy yeah. sing-alongable song um and I think it's something that you know, another thing that we all can relate to, you know, it's, it's about the games that we play in relationships today. And, uh, you know, it's like two can play at that game. If you want to treat me a certain way, then it's coming back at you. You know, it's, uh, it's just a fun, fun song and it's up tempo and it's got such a cool vibe. So, um, it's definitely a cool introduction. Like this is me, here I am. Like let's, you know, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's definitely more of my sassy side yeah I know it's, it's like the two different sides of you I can imagine your personality yeah. <laughs> is like hey. um and obviously 2018 was such a huge year for you releasing the EP yeah. going on tour with so many names when I don't think I've actually ever asked people about this much but when you're going on tour you know you've opened for the likes of Marin Morris and Dustin Lynch um how much do you learn from touring with those guys and I guess like opening for them, it must you must get something from it, like a huge amount, yeah. not just the fans, uh, obviously. Yeah, uh, it's obviously it's an amazing opportunity and an awesome experience yeah. that I'm very grateful for. Um, and I just, you know, all of those shows have, for the most part, they've just been one-offs. So yeah. it's just you know here and there. It's not you know doing a full tour with no, any yeah. of them. Although I would love that. <laughs> So I 2019 it's coming up <laughs> thank you yeah in 2019 let's go for it but um yeah I just try to you know make the most of those um opportunities and yeah. I watch side stage and just try to you know pick up you know how how they connect with the audience yeah. um and you know just watching their stage presence and how they maneuver and you know in and out of songs yeah uh, and how they interact with their, their all these their little things that probably band. yeah and probably as a, as a you know as a consumer of music um yeah it's all these things that you probably wouldn't pick up on you wouldn't be like oh that's but they are things that as an artist you'll watch and be like oh no they do this interaction yeah absolutely yeah I mean our, our biggest goal as an artist is you know to connect with people yeah and it make an impact on them and so as an up-and-coming artist I just um I want to learn how best to do that. Yeah. So that's and, what I'm And obviously for the rest of 2018, I mean, literally I was just going down the list and having a look at what you'd been up to. And it was just crazy. Yeah. Like song suffragettes, CMAs, and obviously you have, were featured in Rolling Stone. Was there yeah. anything that was like, what was the biggest pinch me moment, I guess, of last, of the last year? Hmm. Um, I mean, Honestly, probably the biggest pinch me moment was having Vince Gill sing yeah. on my song. Um, that's just, you just know, honestly a yeah. dream come true. But 2018 um, was a really big year for me. Um, you know, I, Plain Jane was my first song on, yeah. on a, a Spotify major playlist, New yeah. Boots. So that was huge. That was something we've been working towards for a long time. Um, I also I signed with. WME, which is yeah. um, William Morris Endeavor. It's one of the largest booking agencies. Yeah. And that, that's been a huge goal of mine since I moved to town. So, um, and then obviously, you know, having um, the support of Rolling Stone yeah. and um, Billboard and Taste of Country um, and so many different outlets. So it, many people it, like I picking just, up on your music and being like, again, it's talking about knowing you're headed on the right path and yeah. all these moments just being like, yeah. 
Exactly. So much affirmation. So yeah, yeah, 2018 was an awesome year and I'm so excited for 2019. Yeah, I was going to ask, that was my follow-up question. What what is sort of in the works for 2019? I can imagine it's like just getting the EP, just keep pushing it out there and seeing. Yeah, I'm going to keep pushing this new music that we have out, but I'm also, uh, I'm starting to write for the next project. I'm excited already. And um, we're just, you know, I want to get out there and play a bunch of shows. Yeah. I'd love to come over there sometime and do a show, so we'll have to let you know if that happens. Yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, 2019 is going to be another great year. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited for you. So my last thing I just end on is just quick fire questions. Um, White wine or whiskey? Mm, Whiskey. One road trip essential or touring essential, I guess. Um... Hmm. They're all like tricky questions. I realize that like I'm playing. Uh, headphones. Mm. Record you couldn't live without if you're stuck on a desert island. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a current one for me, um, okay. and that would be Casey Musgraves' um, current oh. album. I'm obsessed. Yeah. So I guess that will answer record you're listening to on repeat at the moment. Casey Musgraves. Casey Musgraves. <laughs> What's the top thing we've got to do if we come to Wisconsin? Um, you have to go to, uh, oh, there's a lot. Of, <laughs> You're like, just do like, the list. <laughs> uh, you got to go to the Miller Brewery. You got to go to a Brewers game and you got to go see the Packers. Uh, yeah. The Green Bay Packers play a game at Lambeau Field. Would you rather give up songwriting or singing? Songwriting. You, That's um, a hard one though. Yeah, I can imagine. It was like, it was just mean to people. Um, you wanted to be on Broadway at one point. So what's your favorite show? What's your favorite Broadway show? My favorite musical. Um, man, that's so tough. There's so many good ones. I, know, I love I, and Jersey I, Boys. So, I love Jersey Boys, oh, yeah. but also um, in high school, my senior year, I, I played Sandy in Greece. So oh, that's that, that's just so, a classic. Always, one, that's isn't a special it? place in my heart. Yeah. What would you name your first headline tour? Hmm. I've never thought of that. I should. Mm, give me spot. lots to think about. Well, the who knows who tour. <laughs> Ooh, that could work actually. Yeah. Um, if you weren't a singer, what would you be? Uh, a teacher. Oh, I love that. And yeah. music is. Music is. Yeah. Is that what you said? Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say music is the universal language. Love that. Country music is. Country music is. Honesty. Oh, and Nora Collins is. Uh, Nora Collins is, oh gosh, that's a toughie too. I'm yeah. trying to think one word answers. I think if someone asked me, I'd be like, I've got no idea. <laughs> so I put everyone else on the spot and then like, <laughs> just get through myself. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Nora Collins is, I'm, I'm going to say, um, honest, fun, and fresh. I love that. Okay, so thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. And just if you can Absolutely. let people know where they can you. find you and find all your music. Yeah, um, it's really easy to find me. It's Nora, N-O-R-A, Collins.com. And uh, I've got links to all of my socials there. And I'd, so I'd love click, to connect click. with you guys. Perfect. Thank you so much. And have a great rest of your day. Thank and you, hopefully thank see you. you over here at some point soon. Thank you. And I'll talk to you then. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much. So thank you so much to Nora for taking the time to chat with me and that will do for episode 51 of The Record. Make sure to tune in next week when we talk to Vic Allen about her plans for 2019.
Bye from...